Hitman's wife's bodyguard. I don't know if it's Hitman's wife's bodyguard or the Hitman's wife's bodyguard. The, the title is not my favorite. <laughs> so if I recall correctly, the first one is called the Hitman's bodyguard. This one's yes. called Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Uh, but I keep Twice calling removed. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I keep calling it though the Hitman's bodyguard's wife. <laughs> I keep mixing up the wife and bodyguard part. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I always get confused. Okay. Yeah. So th this is an interesting one. So this is a sequel to the 2017 film, The Hitman's Bodyguard. I don't remember if we covered it on Cinemaholics, but uh, I know you did see it. So you yeah. might have talked about it. I did not see it, though. Right. I, yeah, I don't I don't remember talking about it on the show. But if we saw in 20, if I saw in 2017, I probably talked about it on the show at some point. Well, clearly, when the top 10 of the year, you had to bring it oh, up. Oh, for so. sure. Yeah, it was it was right up there with the, the cream of the crop. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's Killing of a Sacred Deer and Briggsby Bear and then, you know, the Hitman's Wise. Uh, whatever. Uh, so this was interesting for me because I watched the sequel without watching the first film. Uh, fortunately, you gave me a perfect, like, recap where, sure. you know, you yeah. go ahead and recount it for the list. Maybe there's some listeners who had seen the first one. Well, sure. I mean, it's important to know that Samuel Jackson is the Hitman. Uh, right. Ryan Reynolds is the bodyguard and Selena oh, okay. Gomez or sorry, Selena Gomez, Selma so Hayek <laughs> is Wouldn't that the wife. Be? <laughs> oh man, that Anywhere. would be a, a way ickier movie. Uh, uh, but yeah, sorry. Selma Hayek is the wife and that's pretty much all you need to know. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So this movie also has Frank Grillo and Antonio Banderas is the villain. I, Morgan Freeman, Tom Hopper, Richard E. Grant is apparently in the first one as well, which I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually, uh, he has a pretty fun part in the first one. Okay. So the sense that I got from this movie is that, and, and based on what I've seen, other, heard from other people, is that Salma Hayek's character has like a scene or two in the first film that kind of stood out as being like momentary, like, oh, maybe this film's not so bad moments. Yeah, I mean, she had, like, a glorified supporting role in the film, if I recall correctly. Um, yeah, it wasn't... She was, like, kind of, like, like I think, like, fifth build or something, maybe a little bit higher. But she did... Like, her moments definitely stood out more than most other things in that film, which is it ultimately a pretty mediocre, forgettable film, by and large. Sure. Well, this one is going a little bit farther. It's, uh, it's, it's taking her character and expanding that role, oh, maybe okay. in a sort of... So that's what I'm saying. It's, like, apparently they've people liked her enough in the first one where they're like, well, let's, let's really like bring her into the second one, make her sure. a bigger part of the movie. That's the sense that I'm getting anyway. Yeah. I thought you were saying let's make it more forgettable, more mediocre, which I think would no, also no. be true. Uh, <laughs> I have to be honest with you. I do not understand the plot of this movie. I don't know if it's because I didn't see the first one. Here are the things I understand. Ryan Reynolds is a bodyguard and there's this like this goofy in-world joke of like bodyguards are like this insider club. There's he's like a yeah. triple rated one. Sort of it's like a John Wick kind of thing a little bit yeah. where it's like it's like a world where like bodyguards are taken very seriously and stuff, but it's like which I liked that whole yeah. like idea. But it's not really like they don't really commit to that bit either in, in either films, really. Like it's just it's just kind of half assed both times. So like I think the idea could be fun, funny, but they just don't really do much with it. 
Well, what I like about it, at least, like with the Tom Hopper character ends up sort of being a great foil, you know, to Ryan Reynolds, where he feels like the more competent triple rated bodyguard. And there's a little bit of fun stuff there. Maybe it felt more fun because the rest of the movie was so flat. Uh, But I I did understand that. I got that part of it. I got that he and Samuel Jackson, the hitman, don't like each other, that Selma Hayek, the wife, is this very like insecure, you know, she wants to have a baby, but biologically that's going to be a bit of a challenge. And she has a sort of strained relationship, albeit passionate with Samuel Jackson's hitman. I, I don't know these people's names. I don't understand why they are the way that they are. And I did not understand the plot here where Antonio Banderas, I think was trying to stop Wi-Fi in Europe so he could blow things. Up. I don't get it. Um, I really don't get it. Well, Here's the thing, John. The first movie made more money than the studio anticipated. So right. they're like, yeah, I get that. Oh, okay, I guess we can make a sequel. Like, well, the first movie, it didn't really like warrant a sequel. It's like, well, you know, what if there was a wife? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you that's, know, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Then that's, that's why we have this now from Lionsgate. It's playing in theaters and it's getting the negative reviews. People are like, this thing is just not funny and it's not it's just not anything. And I think that's kind of where I'm at with it as well. I just found it to be such a slog to get through and I wanted to just stop watching it. I was like, I don't care. I I just, the action wasn't very engaging. I did not, I, I think they do this whole thing with Ryan Reynolds character where he's on sabbatical, right? So he can't use, uh, lethal weapons. You know, he can't use a gun. He can't use a knife. He won't kill people. So they sort of like you know, limit his character. So then he doesn't really do anything. And so I was like, well, what's the point? Like, why is he here? I, I don't know. It just all was really weird to me. Yeah. I mean, one thing I do kind of appreciate about these films is that like they're designed to ride on the charisma and personalities of each star. So it's like, like you're saying, it's not like that their character so much. It's just like a Michael or uh, a Samuel Jackson type character, a Ryan Reynolds type character, a Selma Hayek type character. They're just all in a movie and they're all going to yell at each other for like whatever, two hours. And it's just like, that's, Guess. yeah, you know, that's a movie, which I mean, I mean, there is, at yeah, the same I time mean, though, is this yeah. really a Ryan, is this really a Ryan Reynolds thing? Cause he's kind of like a more, straight laced he's not van wilder you're not deadpool in this well that's the thing right it's i feel like when i was watching this film like i didn't really have this issue the first time but i felt like this time it's like i feel like he's kind of miscast in this role uh it's just because like with ryan reynolds like he's supposed to be like kind of dorky at times like a little geeky but like sheepishly so and he like tries like overcompensate lego movie emmett a little bit sort of no, I mean, like, with Deadpool, it made sense because it's, like, like he is fairly geeky and, like, he has, like, a lot of pop culture knowledge, but, like, he's almost sort of, like, self-conscious about it and he, like, kind of, like, riots on his, like, charisma and his, um, you know, his good looks and stuff like that. But there is, like, sort of, like, a inherent dorkiness to his, like, star presence that I think is, like, part of the appeal. I, I don't know if that's fair to say or not, but with, like, this film, it's just kind of just, he's just, like... I don't really like these people. I'm annoyed by them. I'm just going to make jokes, but like, I'm still tagging along with them. Cause I, I can't do anything else. I'm the star of this film. So it's just like, it doesn't really feel like it's like playing to his strengths either. It just kind of just like, he's just like, just trying to do like a Ryan Reynolds type yeah. thing in a role that doesn't really feel like it, it plays to his strengths. Really. I really feel that towards Samuel L. Jackson, who I think is like, just not, present for the i mean he is just like i don't want to say phoning it in but i just don't get the sense that he's passionate about this role or really 
wants well, to be there. I will say Samuel Jackson, I don't think he ever fully phones it in. Like, I think he commits to a certain degree with every film. But I sure. agree with you that he's just he's playing the beats with this one. He's just he's doing what's expected with him. You can kind of tell in his eyes that he's kind of bored by it. But he's not like I, I don't think he gives a bad performance. I just think that, like, he just doesn't really have a lot of emotional investment in this movie working or not. He's like, he's going to get Which is paid. why it's like, if he doesn't have emotional investment, why should I? Exactly. Like, that's that's yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, that's what I feel about, like, Ryan Reynolds as well in this film. Like, the only actor, lead actor, that I feel is actually really committed to this is Selma Hayek. Which I, feel, I just feel right. bad for her because it just is like, she doesn't really get a lot of starring roles these days. Like, I'm sure she's making the most of it. But just, like, the movie just makes her out to be its, like, broad caricature of a character. And she's just not that fun in that role, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, it was kind of like that in Bliss, right? The Owen Wilson film where, yeah, she just is unfortunate. She's unfortunately doing a good performance in a movie that really lets her down. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely don't definitely don't like that her career has kind of gone down this road where she just sort of gets typecast a little bit. Or in this case, I think she's just sort of like the only person really like bringing something unique and somewhat interesting, I guess. But th- at the same time, it's like her energy level is so high so much that it really loses its impact over time. I think at first I'm like, oh man, she's funny. Like she's just, you know, this is like a, a nice little like duo kind of thing they got going on here. Sure. I can, I can buy this, but then yeah, as soon as Jackson gets involved and then it's the three of them and she's just like really overdoing it, I think to compensate and it, it's all just unfortunate. And my beloved Antonio Banderas, you know, the, the lead act, one of my favorite actors, one of the lead, oh, the yeah. lead actor in my favorite movie. Of course. And here he is, you know, post pain and glory, just like this really boring, uninteresting villain who should be so much sillier. And he's trying to make it silly, right? But instead, he's in these like really quick scenes. And I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I've seen this movie about like almost two weeks ago. I kind of forgot Antonio Banderas was in this movie. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm not surprised, to be honest yeah. with you. But it does have uh, Morgan Freeman, which was kind of surprising. Yeah, I wasn't expecting uh, that. Um, um, I, 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 do, I don't huh? know if that's a spoiler, but does anyone really care? I mean, honestly. Well, we didn't say who he plays, so I think that sure. would be the spoiler. Sure, that's fair. But yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about this. It's just a loud dumb action movie with the plot that doesn't make sense and characters i just did not care about so i'm uh like a d plus on hitman's wife's bodyguard oh, maybe wow. more like a c minus all right uh i that, that's more negative than i expected from you but i don't think that's unwarranted um yeah i mean it's just having seen the first one it's basically a little bit more of the same but just worse uh, I, I didn't really even find the first film to be as charming as some people did, but I could at least understand. Like, I, I do think in the first movie, Samuel Jackson and uh, Ryan Reynolds play off each other a little bit better. I, I do agree with you that I think it's because Samuel Jackson, I think it's a little bit more committed to that film than this one, where it just has like a, it has like a sort of like whole 10 yards vibe to it throughout where like everyone's just like, why are we doing this? Like, like, did anyone really want this? Like, can I just go home? Like, it's a vibe I just kind of get throughout this whole thing. Like, no one's like giving a bad performance, but everyone's just kind of this like, yeah, I guess this is a film we're in. Like, all right, thanks for your money. All right. Bye. And it's just like, yeah, like you said, like if, if you guys aren't really committed to this, you're not selling the bit. What am I supposed to get out of this? Uh, so, yeah, I just found it to be 
not a really fun or engaging or entertaining film by and large. So I'm not quite as negative as you are, but I'll give it a low C. All right. Well, that is a C minus ish for me and a C for you. Definitely not one of the ones we recommend this week. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, as we mentioned, is now playing in theaters and it's just a hundred and a hundred minutes long. I'll restate that because I tripped. <laughs> it's just a hundred minutes long. Is it only a hundred minutes long? Yeah. I legit quick, thought huh? it was, I thought, I, I honestly thought it was two hours long. It's a clean hour 40. Yeah. It doesn't oh, feel wow. like it for sure. Yeah. 25% on Rotten Tomatoes out of 125 reviews. It's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I, we're sure the trilogy will be capped any second now. I, I, I'll, I'll give the movie a little bit of slack without giving anything away. I did think the final joke in the movie was kind of funny, but not enough to, to salvage the film by any means. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.